Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Surprise Jab Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Ruger, and we are back for a third episode. And guess what? We have our first guest. We have a special guest. I'm the first guest? The first guest. The one, the only, Mr. Ryan Benecki. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I did not know. This is like, I did not know I was the first guest. Um, I feel honored, you know, because like, I got some crazy takes over here, all right? So, uh, and I know my stuff, so... No, I, I'm just ready. I'm very happy to have you on. So, Ryan, where uh, where are you from? Where are you going? What goals do you have I, in life? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, from Chirac. No, um, I'm from <laughs> I'm from Plainfield, Illinois, suburb outside of Chicago. I'm going to be a freshman at the University of Iowa. Nice. Any Hawkeyes out there? Go Hawkeyes. Um, even though like I've never like been there, but like I feel like I gotta like cheer for them. Um. I'm pre-med, pre-med, and, you know, I'm excited, ready for college, and I'm a big sports guy, so, you know, I know my stuff. Very nice, very nice. Today's episode, we'll be going over a number of topics. We'll be talking about the NBA free agency, lots been going on in the NBA free agency market. A UFC 290 preview, probably focusing more on the main card. We might be having you blind rank a couple rappers. Mm. Talking about the next fantasy football season for the NFL. Maybe even doing a little higher lower for the teams. And we'll be ending with a little surprise. You'll have to stay tuned for that. You'll have oh, to stay tuned for that. Ready to dive in? I am more than ready. Alrighty. NBA free agency has been kicking off. I took notes of a couple trades, a couple signings. Just stuff that's been going on of late. Do you want to give your opinion? A, a lot has happened. Um... One of the crazier free agencies, I don't know if it was 2016 or 2017, it was the one where like KD left and like, you know, like, especially just like nowadays with like the NBA, I'm not trying to be like any old head type stuff. Like there's no loyalty. So like superstars changing up and all this stuff. So I mean, it's exciting for the free agency. You know, I saw this like Instagram post and it was like, imagine if the NBA didn't announce trades. And like players just showed up in their new jerseys. I would love that at the start. Like, like imagine like 2016. Like Katie's just like in like a Warriors jersey. That'd be tough. We need that shock factor. Like, who can you give me? What can you even compare that to? WWE, and that's all scripted. Yeah, like freaking surprise. Like on TikTok, I see like John Cena. Just like he'll just come back after missing like three years, and just like, oh my god, it's John Cena. It'd be very nice if Damian Lillard just showed up in like a. In like a heat jersey. I wish. On Damon. So we'll actually start with that. Damian Lillard leaving the Trailblazers. Probably one of the, probably the biggest news of this offseason. Yeah. Do you think it's time that he finally left the Trailblazers? Let me get the mic a little closer to me. A hundred percent. Like I said, superstars, they don't have loyalty. Like, loyalty. Like, he's been like the only one. Like him and Bradley Beal. And, but I'm assuming Bradley Beal will get brought up later. They've been like with these... What's their, like they're not like big franchises like New York, like Golden, like L.A., like all this stuff. Like Portland's like a small market team, so like I mean, there's just really there's no future there for him. Not gonna lie, he's wasted his career there. Like, but I mean, when you're loyal to like a franchise like that, it's it's tough. They have like their moments with C.J. McCollum, but like after C.J. McCollum left, I really don't know like what their goal, their intention was, and like. I'm glad. I'm glad the um, the front office also like was like, yeah, it's time to get him out of here because there was him and Scoot. I also that that was never gonna click. 
Like, I just did not ever. Once they picked Scoot, I was like, they're moving on from Dame. So I liked it. I liked it for Dame and for Portland, like the future of Portland and for the Heat. Like, overall, I just liked it. I agree. I agree. I feel like he'll fit in well if he does go with the Heat, but the Trailblazers were such a first round or one and done in the playoffs. It was definitely time to move on. We have many other players to cover. You did mention yes. Bradley Beal. Yes. We'll talk about him quickly on the Suns. That's a big. That's a big trade. Uh, no, big I, 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 not gonna say I hate it. Hate's a strong word. I dislike it. Um, a lot of the. A lot of things we don't understand. If you're just kind of like a casual NBA watcher, you see these super teams, you're like, oh my gosh, they're going to be insane. Real NBA fans know you need amazing role players to win. What do we just see with the Denver Nuggets? Obviously, you have two superstars, Murray and Jokic, and then you have role players, Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, all stepping up. Like You need role players. They, they have no depth. Mm-mm. It's just, I don't, I don't even know if they're going to click together. You have three number one guys playing with each other. That is just weird in itself. But, I mean, Brad Beal also said he'll step aside. He literally said this is D-Book's town. So, like, I don't I don't know. They all can't drop 30 points a game. So, And that's a very good point because I bring that back to when the Warriors signed KD is that you couldn't have Durant, Green, Thompson, Curry all scoring 30 a night. And that's one of the rare times that it has worked, but you can obviously point to the Brooklyn Nets of these past few years. No success whatsoever with all the superstars. Even the 76ers struggling. And the Suns struggled this year with bringing in KD. Um, Mavericks, I mean, that's not like a prime example, but it somewhat kind of fits the example. Like, they traded away some key role players and, like, I don't know. The Suns had Mikal Bridges, Cam Johns. I really like them. And low-key, the Nets might be cooking something up right now. I'm not going to lie. Mavericks re-signing Kyrie to a three-year deal. Yeah. Is that the right move for them? Um, For Kyrie or for the Mavericks? Ooh, I don't even know. Kyrie's an interesting character off the court. Yeah. I don't know how he really gels with anyone. Well, because the thing, NBA more than any other sport, when you look at free agency signings, also like a, a lot of people look at it, the player aspect too, rather than when you're looking at the NFL, you look at it a team aspect. But I don't know why we like, we like take like these like players and we're like, is it a good fit for them? For Kyrie, no, I do not like think Mavericks are going to win anything with him. They don't have a big man like, Christian Woods really not that good. Like, I don't know. And I really don't think Luke, him and – I don't think Luca can, like, really um, thrive in a backcourt where he has someone like Kyrie Irving there with him. I think he – like, a, like a Chris Paul, I feel like, would be really good with Luca, But I don't, I don't really know how to feel about him and Kyrie. But Kyrie, I don't – I just – I don't know. I just – it's like it's like it's weird. I don't get it. It's an interesting situation. Mm-hmm. Back to the Warriors. Chris Paul, now on the Warriors. I just feel Chris Paul's making the rounds with every team now. Uh, yeah. Um, he's been actually on a lot of teams in, in his career when you look at it. Uh, he's just, he, I'm not going to say he's bad. I mean, he's really good for like a 37-year-old point guard. But mm-hmm. like, um, I don't really like, no. With the Warriors, Curry's not gonna play defense. Clay's not gonna play defense. Chris Paul's not gonna play defense. So you're gonna you're gonna play those three guys. That's your that's your backcourt. And then what? Andrew 
either Andrew Wiggins or Draymond's going to come off the bench because you have Kevon Looney at your big man. Kevon Looney himself is already undersized at the big man. He, I like him, but he's undersized. So you have Andrew Wiggins or Draymond going coming off the bench, or they're going to put Chris Paul on the bench. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know like what they're going to do with that, but they need more defense, like if, especially in the West. When you have Kyrie, you have D-Book, like you have all these insane guards. Yes, the choice to get rid of Jordan Poole and bring in Chris Paul. Yes. Definitely one I question from the Warriors head office. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it also kind of scares me, though. I feel like Kerr's always cooking up something over there. I forgot their GM's name, too, but he's mm-hmm. he's really good. So it's it confuses me, but I'm not a freaking basketball mastermind like these guys. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're like a two-seed going into the playoffs. Without a doubt. We'll stay in the West here as Fred Van Fleet joins the Rockets oh, on a three-year right. deal. I do feel bad for I forgot, Fred. The I Rockets. forgot about that. <laughs> can I also group in Dylan Brooks? with? Can I just Throw talk, in Dylan Brooks. I, I didn't think anyone would actually sign him. Dil, well, he's getting a bag. Four years, $80 million, And then I think Fred Van Fleet was like three years, 120 First of all, NBA just has so much money. Rockets had a bunch of money to spend. I like. I don't know if it's a Sir or Amen Thompson. One, they have one of the Thompson twins. I love both of the Thompson twins. I like Jalen Green, even though he's on that weird sus type stuff. Like, I mean, but I mean, like, <laughs> who knows what he's up to? Um, I I like I like their backcourt. I like Jabari Smith Jr. I he was kind of a bust, but I mean, he just dropped thirty three like the other night in mm. um, the summer league. So I like what they have cooking. I mean, you're overpraying for Fred Van Fleet, but like, I like Fred Van Fleet, and I also like I've been seeing this a lot, like. First of all, you completely overpay Dylan Brooks, but Very true. having a Dylan Brooks on your team is honestly so beneficial, especially when you have like younger guards, because he just kind of brings that like fire, that intensity that you like need like with these guys, you know. Like I like, agree. Like he can kind of like mold them, you know, especially like Jalen Green. He's doing this weird sus stuff off the court. Dylan Brooks, <laughs> Dylan Brooks is gonna get him in place, okay? But like twenty million a year, like that's insane. I mean, he's not gonna even start. Like no way. Like unless you're benching. That uh, a Sir Amen Thompson, I forgot which Thompson it is. I was calling the Thompson twin, and or like Fred Van Fleet, like or Jalen Green. Like I don't know. They have like four guards now, so I don't know. Like they're benching someone. So they're they're definitely in the middle of a rebuild of sorts. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if they. I feel like they might know what they're doing. But when you think of the Rockets, do you think of any big men at this point? Uh, no, 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 no. I li- I like I like their young guys on their team like they're re- mm-hmm. obviously they're rebuilding but like uh, the I just the Fred Van Fleet Dylan Brooks combo is weird signing one or the other would make sense like just signing like Dylan Brooks like a little deal like I would like it or Fre- just Fred Van Fleet but like both of them I I don't really see where they're going with that no I feel like I'm being negative on like all these like deals but like i just i don't agree with them like i just i it's, don't get it's it it's been a weird off season it has it's been a weird besides the game one the day one the day one i like the day one will be interesting yeah i think the consensus is the heat yeah oh no way he goes anywhere else as a timberwolves fan i always yeah. hold out hope no. speaking of which anthony edwards five years i believe it was oh, 240 all those boys were getting 260 paid. um desmond bain got a bag LaMelo Ball rightfully got paid. LaMelo Ball extension and with the I, Anthony Hornets. Edwards rightfully got paid. Desmond Bain got overpaid. But then again, like, all these guys, like, we're saying overpaid, but I think this is just the new standard in the NBA now. Like, just without the amount of, with the amount of money they have coming in and stuff. I like re-signing all these young guys to uh, good deals because they're still developing. Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards 
people don't realize this like he did not care for basketball in college like he was he like he didn't even like like it like he no. was just he was just playing it for fun and now he's he like went to real. georgia he went to georgia yeah not a big basketball and sport. he just he didn't care that was that was literally the number one issue with him wasn't like oh he fouls too much or he can't shoot it was he doesn't have like a love for the game but now he mm. does he's getting better uh great signing for a poverty franchise um I can go all day about the Timberwolves, but I won't because um, I don't want to get beat up or anything <laughs> over here. But um, we'll have a good season, I promise you. Well, like I said, I like re-signing all those young guys because they can really all three of them. I really like, and they're both just gonna all three of them mm-hmm. are just gonna get better. All right, a couple more players we're gonna touch on for NBA free agency. Duke fan, you're a huge Duke fan. Oh yes, one of your boys, Tyus Jones. Now on the Wizards. Oh, that's right. How do yeah. you feel about that? That was that three-team trade. Yep. Um, I feel like he just got grouped into that D three. I I think Memphis sold the bag with him because he was he was the best backup point guard in the NBA, and he would have started on half of the NBA teams. He uh, he's led the league in assist to turnover ratio five years in a row. Like he and in the playoffs, and when John Moran was out, he was putting up like fifteen a game. Like that is a guy you wanted to. The Wizards got a good guy. I'm not even saying that as a Duke fan. Like. Tyus Jones was so underlooked. Like I loved him in college, and I loved him on the I loved him on the Grizzlies in that Lakers series. Like he was so good. Um, yeah, I feel like he just got screwed. Like Marcus Smart got screwed. He just bro was asleep when they traded him. Yeah, he gave everything that he dyed his hair and shit for them, and he, they they just <laughs> they just traded him. And oh, because we yeah, the Celtics got uh, Chris Stapps. Which yep, I was gonna ask you about that. Um, Celtics getting Chris Stapps. I mean. I love Marcus Smart. Like, he was not even just because, like, he was, like, when you look at Marcus Smart, he's just, like, a Celtic. But, like, he, I guess they like Derek White better. I feel like that's what that meant. Mm. Um, and I guess because Robert Williams, their big man, he has injury issues. So, I guess that's why they want Chris Epps. I like Chris Epps. He's, he's, he's a good player. He you was know. he was good on the Mavericks. And he was – I mean, the Wizards, no one really looks at them. But he was good on the Wizards. But – um, all three teams, I feel like, got got something good for sure. I actually think all three teams lost something, but also benefited in whichever way they were going into that three team trade, like what they were looking for. You know, these three team trades they really make it difficult to follow. Mm-hmm. They trade so many picks. Maybe players. Marcus Smart will um, shape job and be like, "All right, you need to freaking work on your stuff. Stop showing guns on IG lives and crap." You know. <laughs> He's going to mess up his life, all right? We got three veterans. Let's talk about them. Patrick Beverly joining the 76ers. This doesn't (laughs) even feel real. He's just getting passed around, dude. Um, You know, Pat Bev was a bull for a little bit. Um, He was a Timberwolf for a little bit. And he just didn't really do much. He just kind of ran his mouth. Um, I'm kind of scared about him and Joel practice together and the practice facility and stuff. Uh, I don't Veteran presence, I guess they probably want to make a move. I really won't make it. There's not much to say. When I think of the stat sheets, I think of Pep Bev with two points. Yes. Five assists, eight rebounds. I think they just had some money to spend and they gave it to him. That's really it. Speaking of which, Kevin Love resides with the Heat on a two-year deal. I didn't even know if he had a year left in him. Wow. Much Um, less He looked really old in the the, uh, NBA Finals. He looked like he couldn't move. (laughs) Um, the hair's I did not. The hair's I did great. not know about them re-signing him. But two years is crazy. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's cheap. I hope it's cheap. It's ring chasing. It's gotta be ring chasing. It's got, I mean, 
veteran presence. I like always having a good veteran presence on your team. And last player we are going to mention right now, former Bull, former Timberwolf. I could not believe when I saw him get back into the league. Derrick Rose signing with the Grizzlies. Again, uh, I think they're just trying to, first of all, make up for the fact that they don't have Jaw for the first 25 games and just having a veteran presence around Jaw. That's mm-hmm. really like, it's pretty kind of obvious that they're doing that. And I like it. I love D Rose. And maybe, hopefully, he'll get a ring. I love it. I love it. By the way, did you see the Victor Wembanya and Britney Spears? Oh so, yeah, um, <laughs> I did. Um, I'm actually kind of on Britney Spears' side on this. He's seven foot five. Where else is she supposed to grab? How's she supposed to touch his shoulder? And why are they slapping her? Even if, <laughs> even if you don't know who it is, why I, are like, it's, uh, first of all, like I don't think she spanked him. I think she just like kind of like poked him. But he's seven five. Like, what is she supposed to like? Freaking jump up and like tap him in the back or something? Like, he's huge. I actually and just, Britney Spears what like five three five four. Like, she's he's all two foot taller than her. I just got done catching parts of that summer league game. Not the best shooting from him. At, no. And but it's, a, it's the, the first sec- game. The second pick, Brandon Miller, had 15 fouls in two games. 15. One five. He had eight in one game. I don't even know. I, I thought you – I don't. is there not fouling out in the summer league? There's actually like a genuine question. Like I don't know. How do you have eight fouls in a game? I, um, I, thought I don't it was know. Six. Summer league, not the best way to judge these <laughs> players, but it is a glimpse at who they are. All right. We're going to move on. Maybe more into my realm. Of yes. sorts. My favorite part. I dominated every... the conversation, but low-key, this is... I love it. That's why you're here. That's why you're invited on, all right? But now this we're moving on. This is his stuff now. The UFC 290 main card. All right, we're each going to give our picks for the main card. I, of course, write them down officially. In the picks book. How'd you do on the last one, on uh, 289? 289? I believe we went... I think it was 3-2. and two. All right. Three and two. I actually picked Benil Dariush to beat Charles Oliveira. And right when the fight started, I started rooting for Oliveira. Well, yeah, how can I, I would always root for him, to be honest. It's kind of hard not to. All right, but we got a huge one this weekend. UFC 290. It is a big boy. I mean, we were together last summer for International Fight Week when Adesanya took on Cannoneer. Oh yeah, Remember that, that? yeah, not the doing, best. yeah. I was gonna say that not fight was low key kind of. But lame. we were together for two eighty five this year, which is my personal opinion has been the best pay per view oh, of the year. Jones gone. Oh, that... All right, now for anyone who follows the card a lot, and I'll let you know Jack Della Madalena. Do you know who that is? I've heard of it. Up and coming. I've heard of it. I've heard up actually... and coming Walter Wade. He's currently number fourteen in the division. Supposed to fight Sean Brady, who's actually ranked number eight, but Sean Brady pulled out. It was oh. supposed to take on this undefeated guy named Josiah Harrell. Oh, wow. And they stopped the fight today because they did an MRI on Josiah Merrill, and something was wrong with his cartilage or something, an artery or something. Ah, uh, let and him they, fight. They might have saved his life. Uh, I can't do that fight, all right? Let him fight, man. We're just going to talk about the main card because we have lots to cover, but some notable things. Robbie Lawler. Yeah, I was going to say. Robbie Lalo will be retiring on the prelims. This is his final fight. Finally, dude. Jeez. Final fight. All right. Crute, Menefield, that is Jimmy Crute and Alonzo Menefield. They're rematching. I encourage everyone to go watch their fight from UFC 284, I believe. Very entertaining. They had a draw earlier this year, decided to run it back. There are three undefeated fighters that I'm going to try and catch their matchups. We have Yasmin Jarogui. Don't know if I pronounced that. Nice. Right. 10-0. Nice name. 
Hatsu Taira. Oh, wow. Flyweight. 13 and 0 from Japan. Japan oh, could yeah. have their first champion. Tatsu. What a name. All right. And then we got Cameron Saman. I believe he's South African. I don't know for sure. Also, wait, no. We're here to talk about the main card. Yes. So, starting off. My guy. Do you know who Bo Nickel is? Oh, my. You know who Bo Nickel is? Dude, I bet on him last time you were here on his under fight. Oh, go Bo Nickel under fight time if you're taking. Um, and significant I can't strikes. legally advise betting at betting, but uh, go Bo Nickel under fight time on prize picks and it'll hit. I swear. I don't know what the odds are right now. But last time I checked, it was in the minus 2,400. Yeah, minus 2,000. Who do they even have him up against, dude? All right. Uh, His frick- opponent, who is that, Val dude? Woodburn, 7 0. Yeah, not for much longer. I don't know if he has six finishes, five finishes. He has something. But at the end of the day, uh, it's, Bo Nickel, it's short dude. notice. I saw the height difference. Bo Nickel. What is the height difference? <laughs> I saw him standing on stage. You can visibly see six foot one, what? five foot eight. Why do they have him f- five foot eight, 185 pounds? This dude's walking around five eight, like 200. He's, he's, a, he's, a chunk, he's a walking around like that. Val, I respect you for taking on short notice, but was there any doubt? Even if it was Trayshawn Gore. Well, this is what they this is what the UFC does when they, they put um Oh, they oh I don't I I don't even know. They I I think I was with you. They had like an up and comer, like a really good up and comer fighting some dude and like he lost. But like anyways, like what they like to do is they take these up and coming dudes, put them against bombs, get hyped for them and then they start fighting real fighters. So I think Bonacle fight like a real fighter his next fight. I hope he does. But I mean like he's 58. He's he's 58 and he's fighting in middleweight. Like that doesn't even make any sense. Like, why? Bo Nickel, I don't, know a meatball, like. I don't know if it's a two-time or three-time Penn State wrestling champion. Oh, yeah, man. It's something ridiculous. Without a doubt, hammer Bo Nickel. I'm going to go submission in round one. Oh, yeah. But I can easily see a knockout, too. Bo Nickel. I think I'll just take him to the ground right away. That's why he did the last. Okay, but this Val dude has to be like a wrestler if he's 5'8". No way he's standing up with other middleweights. I believe I may have. But he's low-key. He has a good reach for 5'8". It was 74 inches. Or unless Bo Nickel has a short reach. The reach wasn't that much of a difference. All right, I actually do have his record pulled up. He has one, two, three. He has five finishes. Submission or knockout? TKOs. All TKOs. Oh, wow. He last fought... Did he fight another meatball? He last or? fought August 20th last year. Oh, yeah, this dude's done for. So. Say, say goodbye to him, Jesus. Thank you very much, Phil. Almost a year? Wow. Been a while. Bro hasn't fought in a year and he's fighting Bo Nickel. <sighs> he's taking this fight on short notes too, so. Hey man, he's on the he's on the he's on the paper. We're going with Bo Nickel. He's getting a bag. Next up, lightweight matchup. Number eleven, Jalen Turner versus number twelve, Dan Hooker. I like Jalen Turner. I like Jalen Turner. Now this is notable. He actually missed weight by two pounds. Jeez. Coming in at 158. 156 was the lightweight limit. Jalen Turner coming off a loss to Matus Gamrat via split decision. I saw that fight, yeah. We did see that fight. But before that, five fights, five finishes. And I believe the Matus Gamrat fight was on short notice. And guess who he was supposed to fight? Dan Hooker? Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker coming off a Claudio Puelles finish. And have you seen Dan Hooker lately? I have not. He's got some new leg tattoos. Oh, wow. I believe a new back tattoo. Oh. And he dyed his hair blonde. Oh, wow. So he's going through something. He's trying to change up something. 
But from what I've seen of Jalen Turner, I mean, the Matus Gamrot fight, the only reason he lost is Matus was hugging him against the cage. I, I faintly remember that fight. Dude, what a nickname, the Tarantula. The Dude, tarantula. okay, he has a nickname, the Tarantula. I'm pick. I already, because I've actually seen him fight. I've never seen Dan Hooker fight. I've seen Jalen Turner fight, though. Dan Hooker was fighting dogs, but he was getting finished. Michael Chandler finished him in his debut. Islam Makachev finished yeah. him. Oh, that's right. Jalen Turner's a lightweight. Mm-hmm. He's a tall one, though. He's, yeah, I believe, what is he? 6'3". 6'3". Um, yeah. That's tall. That's tall for uh, Jalen Turner. Actually, I have seen Dan, Dan I, saw, I saw that Dan Hooker-Islam fight. Never mind. <coughs> so, yeah, we're going with Jalen Turner. Heck, yeah, man. I agree. Without, I'm going to go by submission. I feel like he can get his hands on him. Mm-hmm. Plus, Vaughn's been looking at Dan Hooker as of late. He holds a submission loss to Islam. TKO lost to Arnold Allen. I don't blame him. Islam the dog. All right, we'll see. But let's get into the top three fights. What we really care about. Of these cards. All right. We're starting off. Dude, this is this is actually like... I'm actually really pumped for that fight. I've been telling everyone this week. Because I like both those dudes. Robert Whitaker, Drissus Duplessis, the people's main event. That is the... Actually, it is the people's main event. I care... Well, obviously, I care about the Volk one the most. But Agreed. Like, the, I care about the Whitaker fight more than the Moreno fight. I agree. Robert Whitaker, number 15 pound-for-pound pound fighter. Number two in the middleweight division, take on Driscus Duplessis Dog. at number five. Oh, he's climbed in the up division. since I last saw him. Yeah, yeah. As Robert Wicker beat Marvin Vittori September third, twenty twenty two, in Paris. I do remember his Izzy fight. He hasn't fought. Oh, that's right. He hasn't fought in that long. No. Last time I saw him fight was that Izzy fight. I didn't see him fight uh, mm-hmm. Vittori. Duplessis. Duplessis. He's actually, South African. Yeah, he actually won. On that two, 285 card, I feel like we saw all these fighters fight. I Yeah, I remember that. that Brunson fight. fight uh, Brunson basically gassed out. Duplessis. I like Derek Brunson. <laughs> He's funny. You know, everyone's been kind of knocking Driscus. He does have the most impressive wins. I mean, Darren Till was washed. He couldn't finish Brad Tavares, who was kind of washed. And he kind of beat bums for his yeah, first two fights. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know those two other people are. But, you know, no one's been able to crack Robert Wicker. In fact... I saw this yesterday. Since 2014, only Israel Asanya has beaten Robert Yeah, I just saw that. Um, yeah, dude. How old is Whitaker? Does it say? Whitaker was born in 1993. December? 33. 32. Oh, yeah, 30, yeah his, 32. It's December 20th. Yeah, okay. Duplessis, um, I believe he's like 29, maybe 28. 20, uh, something I don't want to do. I think it's 29. Right I don't know. Yeah, no, it is. It's 29. It's 29. But <laughs> still, Knox was a weird nickname. 82% of bets are on Robert Whitaker. I don't blame them. Um, this dude hasn't really fought someone like Rock. Like, like he just kind of like, well, like, I'm not going to knock on Derek Brunson. Like, he's, he's a good fighter. He's, he's a, been in like a middleweight guy for like a while, but like, Going from Derek Brunson to Robert Whitaker, like, <laughs> like, dude, he, like, I, no, like, that's that's gonna be rough, like, no, and just like you said, in like nine years, only Izzy has beat him, and Izzy's like the craziest middleweight to like ever exist, mm-hmm. dude. Well, wasn't what's his name middleweight? The um, Harrison Silva. Who are you thinking of? Uh, uh the bald, the bald white dude. George Saint Pierre. Was he had, middleweight? He had one fight at middleweight. Which oh, but, was his last oh, fight. he was he was, he was a Walter. Okay, okay. I was gonna say like Izzy might be one of the best middleweights of all time, but I'm not gonna put him over. Yeah, I'm Saint Pierre, but I'm feeling 
I'm actually hoping Duplessis maybe pulls out some crazy yeah. knockout. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in the fight, like he's gonna like, like Whitaker's gonna be like kind of like on his like back and stuff and like mm-hmm. fighting for mm-hmm. his life. But like, if Izzy doesn't exist, Whitaker's the champ right now. So I agree, Whitaker. I Whitaker for me, man. I also just like Robert Whitaker. He's got that dog in him. I agree. He's he's humble when he needs to be, but when he's in the cage, he lets you know. He's and you reaper. can't like hate him. Like he's just yeah, like oh, you can't hate him at man. all. Exactly. And he's taking this fight. He's got that dog in him. He's a tough guy. Dog. Right. Before we get into D A W G, the two title fights. Woo. I'm actually gonna mention um, Jones versus Miokic. Oh yeah, was I, got, I got that noty today. UFC 295. Pumped. I uh, Stipe will retire after this fight. I'm honestly feeling a Jones finish again. Stipe will retire. I think I saw some that said by the time Stipe fights, it will have been over 950 days yeah. since he was last in the octagon. Since Francis. That was a while ago. That was, geez, that was a while ago. 2021. I was, was freaking like 12 years old then. <laughs> Bit of an exaggeration. Feels but... like I was 12 years old. All right, let's dive in to our co-main event. We get two title fights. We do. You gotta oh, love lucky it. Lucky us. Number nine, pound for pound, your flyweight champion, Brandon Moreno. He's so takes cute. On number He's two. so like Munchkin. Alexander Pinto. Give this man a Lego sponsor, all right? You want to know what they told Brandon Moreno? What? That they can't sponsor him because his sport's too violent. Legos? Yes. He looks like the dude from the Lego movie. He well, all is, those dudes in the Lego movie. Like- he basically is Brandon Moreno on a two-fight <coughs> win streak, last fought in January, where he won back the belt. He's actually a two-time. Flyweight champion. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, all those fights against Figuer- Figueredo. And the Quad Trilogy? What do you call a yeah. four fight? Tetrilogy? Yeah, so, like that. No, this was when Figueredo, Figueredo had the belt. They had and, the draw. Then he won it. And then he then won he it. And it. then he lost it. And then and he had to fight. Oh, that's right. They fought. Interim belt. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. As for Alexander Pantoja. I don't even know this dude is. On a three-fight win streak. Two is finishes. he the, what, what, what contender is he? Number two. Is Kai Kara France one or Figueredo one? Figueredo's one. Okay. But this is very notable. Pantoa holds a win over him. Oh, wow. And you know what the ultimate fighter is? I do. Of course I do. They, I fought, the other day. they fought on the same season and Pantoa beat him on the ultimate fighters. This wow. is technically their third fight unofficially. Wow. He low-key dominated this fight too. Well, well what's his name? Had two... Uh, takedowns, but yeah, but Pintoa, if you see it, Moreno's bloody. He had a swollen eye. Ooh, but that the assassin baby. What a, I love these guys. That names. was five years ago. That was five years ago. Moreno, Moreno's, years Moreno's, ago. Moreno's a man now. I feel like people are gonna look at that and be like, "Oh, he can't beat him. He can't beat him." Um, I don't think people realize like how much you can change in that amount of time. Um, I'm not even saying that because I don't really know much about the other dude, but like, I've seen Moreno fight lose. Losing or like drawing and then winning the belt is already like such a character building, and then losing the belt and then winning the interim belt and then winning the belt back like builds so much character. Like I like think he's matured so much. I'm such a Brandon Moreno fan. I not only think that he will win, I will be rooting for him to win. But I'm gonna go by decision. You know, I'm not too sure on a finish. Yeah, yeah. This is a grudge match, man. I think I think it's gonna be a good one. We've been picking 
A lot of the uh, red corner, I believe. There's the red corner and the blue corner. That's correct. All our picks have lined up. But we're in the main event. And it's not looking like we're going against the red corner. All right? The number two pound-for-pound fighter in the world. Is John Jones one? John Jones is one now. Makes sense. Yair, the number one contender, the interim champ. (coughs) Let's be real. Interim champ, that does not mean you're the champ at all. Exactly. It's Volkanovski, man. This guy has one loss since, I mean, he has one loss in the UFC. dog in him. I don't even remember the last time he actually lost. It might be 2014. The GOAT of the featherweight division, in my opinion, Alexander Look at his nickname, The Great. Alexander The Great. That's how you know you're tough. And that Islam fight was so close, still disputed to this yeah, day. That was a really good fight. That was a competitive fight. I watched that bootlegged on my laptop. I didn't. I paid I paid Dana that cold cash. <laughs> you know I'm honest. Dude, look at his reach. That's crazy. For 5'6". That's long. He's got the same reach as a 5'11 guy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I fine. actually remember seeing that now. Like when, He's got some long arms. Yeah, yeah currently on a two-fight winning streak. It'll be Brian Ortega. Eh. If you didn't catch that fight, the Brian Ortega fight, Brian actually got injured in round one, and oh, they stopped it. Oh. So he technically just holds the win over Josh Emmett. Oh, okay. But Volkanovski, I mean, he beat Max Holloway three straight times. Chang. This Chance Sung Jung fight, if you ever want to see a murder, go watch Oh, that, that was fight. a Korean zombie fight. That oh was my God, he, he just, killed him. That's right. It was... I was going to ask, is it that Korean zombie? It was zombie? unreal. Yeah, the Brian yeah. Ortega fight, I remember watching that in my dorm, an incredible fight. That was He's beaten really Jose Aldo. He's beaten Chad Mendez. He's beaten just about everyone you can think and of. And bro got bored and tried going lightweight. He tried going lightweight, and he has so many aspirations, all right? Let me tell you. He's already talking about, when he wins, going up to rematch Islam. I love it. If Al Jermaine beats Sean O'Malley at UFC 292 oh, wow. and moves up, he wants the smoke. Have you heard of Ia Topira? No. Surging featherweight contender who just picked up a win not but three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. He wants the smoke with him too. All right, Vol- Dude, he just wants to smoke with Vol- everyone. Wants everyone. Okay, you want to know what that tells me? I was already going to pick Volkanovski, but now I am actually 100% certain I would put a million dollars on this dude. He is already talking about other dudes. He's not even thinking about <laughs> Yair anymore. And a lot of times people are like, oh, you're overlooking your opponent. Like People do like people do that all the time. You overlook your opponent, and boom, you get surprised. This dude doesn't get surprised. He already knows he's going to beat him. He's already thinking about the future. And this is a very interesting stat. UFC champs are 4-0 after failing to become oh. double champ in their return fight. Bro wrote this down. I did. Champs are 3-0, all right? I'm trying to think. That's, a, that's um, a very, very good stat that you... It's where'd a you, notable Where'd you stat. find that stat? ESPN, man. That's, that's, ESPN, that's a tough give stat. Give me all the good stats. It's a tough stat. Um, So I think we're locking in. Volkanovski will be excited to watch that fight. Um, But let me just tell you something. Yair's been training at an Aztec temple. Chandling is uh, in It's all for show. All for show, you just, feel. Just going to gym. Why are you doing that, man? Yeah, yeah. Probably got like a weird disease. I don't doubt there. you're good, but we're rocking with Volk. Exactly. Right? We'll reiterate everything real quick. Then we're going to take a quick short break and we'll be back. Bo Nickel. Dog. Jalen Turner. Other dog. Robert Whitaker. He's a dog. Brandon Moreno. Little dog. And our main event pick. The goat dog. Alexander Volkanovsky. Exactly. Alrighty. We'll be back in a second for our viewers. It will be no time, but um, yeah, then we'll dive into the next segment. Sweet. And we're back. Alrighty. So, new 
What would we, we going to call this? New, um... Little game, little fun time. Whatever you call it. We're going to do a blind rank. I'm going to do a blind rank with Ryan here. And do you like rap, Ryan? I am a fan of rap. Um, you know, not everyone's rap uh, style is going to fit. But, you know, I feel like, I feel like I'm pretty uh, well-versed in this genre. I went into um, Apple Music's Rap Life. I went and looked at some of the top songs. Yes, yes, yes. And I picked out ten artists. Ten artists. And we're gonna bl- you're gonna blind rank them one through ten. All right. Once you place them, you can't move them. I like doing this on like TikTok and stuff. So mm-hmm. like um, I'm a little I'm, I'm pretty talented. Right. Anyone who's listening, get your notepads out. You can blind rank along with us. All right. You ready? Yes. Starting off, future. Oh wow. Um, I feel like you are like a lot like. People like love future. I don't like love future. I uh, see. I don't know who else is gonna be on this list because like that's what uh, makes I, it tough. I feel like I'm. I he's he's five. He's just uh, five or six. You're at seven twelve p.m. I love that song. I love seven twelve p.m. I, I love solo. Like I love like obviously mask off like a classic, but like uh, I don't know who I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give him six. I know people are gonna be like what six? Not even top five. Okay. But I have a feeling there's gonna be some other ones. I'm gonna put him at six. There will be more. Future at six. I like that. All right. Are you ready? Yes. 21 See, Savage. I love 21. Best feature artist in the game right now, but not even this feature artist. Like, that's just my guy. I'm going to put him at three because I have a, like, I love 21. Very ambitious. Him and Metro Booming never put I, out a bad album. It, like, Metro Booming is like my dog. Like, I have an Instagram caption in like sophomore <laughs> you year. You out do. here booming like Metro. 21 at three. I, that's perfect. All right. Travis Scott. Oh, damn it, dude. I should have put Future, like, low. Uh, I'll put T. Scott at four. Like, T. Scott and 21 are, like, I have five rappers. Like, I have a top five rapper list. I'm not going to tell you my other three because I'll, like, spoil it. We can save that. Yeah, but, like, 21 and T. Scott are both up there. But T. Scott below 21 because he won't drop Utopia. I don't know. He's, like, gatekeeping that. And he mm-hmm. just he doesn't drop as much, but, like, Niagara Falls on Metro Boone's album. With 21, 21's on that, too. Like, T. Scott, like... That's my guy. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put him at four. I like this. All right. So far, those is good. All right. We'll give you someone I feel you might put a bit lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roddy Rich. Oh yeah. Uh, not a not a big Roddy Rich guy here. Like I, I feel like he's like a freshman year type. I'm gonna put him at like nine, dude. I don't. Really, I I, I heard. Don't like him. I honestly. Is, is it bo- Roddy like that? Yeah. The I mean, box may be. I, a I, one hit. I don't one. even think I spelled that right. Like, <laughs> I don't really care. All right, Lil Durk. Ooh, I like I like. I'm gonna put him at seven. I like Future better. I like I like Durk though. Uh, I like this album that came out last summer. I forgot what it's called. His new album. I only listened like a couple. I like uh, the song with Jay Cole, "All My Life." Yes, very good. I, song. I like Durk. Though. Very like good Dirk, song. If you're like feeling like in like the trap and type mood, I like Durk. I'll put. I like. So far, this is good. I like it. Okay. Lil Uzi Vert. Mm, Uzi. See, it's either five or eight. So, like, that's the thing. I, I, I've never been like a huge Uzi guy. I loved Love is Rage too. Loved Eternal Tech. Love, loved Eternal Tech Deluxe. Pink Tape. Right now, like, one of my favorite songs right now is Flooded the Face. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm floating when that song comes on. <laughs> but like, other than that, like, I look. A lot of people also hating on the Nicki Minaj song. I love that song. 
Like, you have to listen to that. Oh my god! Song like yet. it is. I forgot what it's called, but it's like amazing. And uh, the song with Travis Scott, um, a, I like that song too. But five or eight, five or eight, five or eight. You know what? I'll put five. Uzi at five. Five for Lil Uzi Vert. Uzi at five. Okay. Next up, Gunna. <clears throat> Damn, I love Gunna. His new album, Low Key Mid, but fuck you mean like. What do you mean? I, I like that song. <laughs> oh, he has some adverbs. Okay, I'll. I gotta put Gunna at eight, but I like Gunna. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like he's looking better. I okay, like actually, I like Gunna at eight because I would listen to a Dirk, Future, and Uzi song with just yeah. them. But I can't really listen to a Gunna song with just Gunna. I feel like yep. I only like like Gunna's one album is only good because like he's features from like everyone. So it's yep. like it's good when he's with other artists, but. Like, you'll never catch me just listening to, like, unless it's A Lot of Cake. A All Lot right. of Cake is the only song. I'm about to, we have three more artists. I'm good. I am good. two and I'm ten. Good. You have one, two, and ten. I'm hoping, obviously, like, I'm really hoping he says Drizzy. Because, like, I've been saving those top spot for Drizzy. J. Cole. Oh. Damn it. Um, I'm not a huge J. Cole guy, but I'm not going to put him at... I can't put him at 10. I feel like I'm going to get, like, hate. Like, I got to... Oh, God. I should have saved 1, 2, and 10, dude. Uh, you save I, some awkward numbers. Usually people um have their, like, 3 to 8 range open. I got... I'll just put him at 2 just because, like, it's okay. J. Cole. But, like, okay. I, I like J. Cole a lot. Like, if I... Like, I like J. Cole better. The only rappers on this list I like better than J. Cole is 21... T. Scott and Uzi. Mm-hmm. The other, like, only those three. Like, I like him better than Future Dirk, Gunna, and Roddy Rich. So, uh, he's fine at two. I just got to respect the GOAT. So, I got to put my two. Oh, one in ten. One in two ten. more. One in ten. Post Malone. Oh, ten. Yeah, I don't like Post him. Malone at ten? I, I don't like Thank you, actually, so much. I tried to throw in someone for the bottom. Thank you. Um, I'm not, I just don't really like. Who do you think's number one? I'm really hoping it is Drake. I wrote, like, I wrote this list beforehand. You can see no erase marks. Is it Drake? Who's the number one person I have? Oh, yep, it's Drizzy. It's Drake. Um, that's why I said and that's number fitting one spot for you. Because that's that, fitting for you. Uh, well, him or Don Tolliver, they're probably my two. I know you're rappers. big Don Tolliver. Love guy. Donnie. So sad. I met. I met both their concerts. I missed, and you know it sucks. But the freaking uh, the tickets going for Drake and Twenty One's tours were like insane. I was never buying the tickets for that. Drake is my guy. I love Drake. That's why I saved number one spot. Um, and this list, honestly, I'm very, the only thing I would change is I lower J. Cole a little. I would mm-hmm. go, I would go 21 T. Scott, then J. Cole. Yep. But like, actually this list is like perfect. I'm a blind rapping, but our blind ranking, like this list went perfectly. I'm not going to lie. It was a pretty good list. Did I see one of your friends? Was that a Drake concert? Yes. My, uh, good friend G. Patel was at, uh, the, he was at the Don Tolliver concert too. So he was at the Don That's Tolliver. nuts. Cause like we like listened to the same music and lucky lucky guy like i've i actually like on apple music i've been listening to like someone made like a playlist of the song he performs like yep. all of them and it's just it's amazing i gotta love jersey all right that was fun i enjoyed that blind rank i actually like usually like it the, there's usually like one guy like when you blind rank you're like oh this guy doesn't belong you're like i love this list like this is like I'm sure you'll be back for another episode. Have been preparing me. Been so pre- we'll have to find another exactly. thing for you to blind rank. Heck yeah, man. I love that list. You can keep that list if you want. I killed it. All right. We're be- we'll be moving on. This could be a longer subject than free agency or UFC. 
I'm talking to a big fantasy football for the NFL. I mean, behind you. Is- There's a trophy behind me. There is a Lombardi trophy-looking yep. trophy. Uh, some right people call me the me. fantasy god. Um, you know, I only like taking that title. I feel like that's too egotistical, but I mean, like... I have some players I'm going to give you. Yes. That I'll give your opinion on. I, I have, like it. I have... S- Feel free to join I hope in. You, I hope you mention one guy because I have a lot to say about him. All right. We're actually going to start off. I have, I saw a post on Instagram, and this is the slides they have, of who you're taking in the first round. I want I want to get your opinion. Yeah. We'll go normal 10-man league. Yeah. Like Are PPR? PPR? PPR. Okay. Obviously, this person's locked. Thoughts on McCaffrey. Where's McCaffrey going? Um. But just first, before I say anything, I think this this year is the weirdest year. In, I started fantasy. I'm only like 18 years old, so I started fantasy like when I was around like 10. I've always yep. I've always been a huge football guy, so like I've only been around fantasy like eight years. This is like the first year that like it, the, your first round can really go in any direction because usually like there's three running backs that always go first, you know. But mm-hmm. honestly, in most leagues, Justin Jefferson would probably go first. Like I'm not gonna lie, like like it's weird because like Christian McCaffrey like. He's sharing the backfield with Elijah Mitchell. Like, so back to your question about Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, in a PPR league, he's just gonna go off. He just he does everything. But like, uh, I I wish I could pull up like the exact like stats because it would make me seem like so smart and cool. But like his percentage of touches goes down so much when Elijah Mitchell's playing. Mm-hmm. The only thing going in his favor is Elijah Mitchell's super um injury prone. But I like McCaffrey. Number one pick. No, I'm not picking my number one pick. But if I'm in like the top four, like two to five, he's going two to four. If he slides past the four, you're playing with bums in your league. So mm-hmm. always, always gonna like McCaffrey though. Yeah. If a r- running back who catches passes, like perfect. I'm a Vikings fan, as you know. I will without a doubt take Justin Jefferson if I have the number one pick. I think he is the should be the consensus number one pick. Um, he's just dominant like it you don't see that like really with like wide receivers like calvin johnson like you just don't really see that as often but like like i'm scared last year i was scared to go up against him in fantasy usually you feel that with running backs because like running backs are gonna get all those touches like he is going to get at least 10 targets a game every game it's ridiculous it's insane yeah and especially with jordan addison jordan addison to spread the field like they honestly might line up Jay Jettis in the slot sometimes. Like they're gonna do some crazy stuff up in there. But it's the Vikings, so they'll, I couldn't be more. The Vikings happy. as a team, he's a Viking. They're, they'll <clears throat> never do anything. They'll they'll look. They're they're an exciting team to watch for fantasy right. purposes. But mm-hmm. that's really it. We'll get oh, it's come from a Bears fan, ladies and gentlemen. Don't t- take it with a grain of salt. Justin Fields MVP season incoming. All right, thoughts on Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, that's my guy. I, I love pick. I I don't remember. I had him a year or two ago in like one of like my main friend leagues. I love Austin Eckler. Um, great offense. Great. Oh, who's their who's their coach? Why am I blanking on his name? Um, I can picture him. It's the dude from the Rams. <clears throat> oh, it's the dude from the Rams. I forgot his name, but I love him. Skinny guy. Yeah. Uh, just kind of looks like your basic white guy. I'm not gonna lie, but he's a really good offensive minded guy. Herbert just keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen can both stay healthy, that really helps out Austin. But also, them getting hurt also helps out Austin because he was like their number one receiver for like a decent amount. He of was season. getting so many touches, like, and he doesn't even have to be scoring touchdowns. Like, I've, I know he doesn't get that many touches, like running the ball. Like, I think he was getting like mm-hmm. ten rushing attempts a game. Yeah. Like, 
mid first, like middle of the first round. I, I'm not going to pick if I'm in the top four, I'm not looking at Austin Eckler, but like in that, like you said, like a 10 man or even like a 12 man, like that five to eight range is like perfect for Austin Eckler. All right. So when I saw this slide and the six players they had, I was very interested to see this name come up. Mm-hmm. Are you even taking Jonathan Taylor on your team in general? Are you going to try and give him another shot? Really just depends where I'm at in the draft. Um, not going to lie, my main friend league, I had the first pick. I picked Jonathan Taylor, uh-huh. and I cried all season. I felt trapped too. Um, I think he just kind of got really kind of screwed over with injuries. He has a good offensive line, obviously, but I don't know where this Colts team is headed. They have kind of a... What am I with the whole Jeff Saturday thing? They kind of have a, like a corrupt front office with like Jim Irsay and stuff. And I don't know, Anthony Richardson's just kind of weird. But I mean, running backs, there's a there's a fall off. There like there is everywhere. There's just a fall off of running backs. Uh-huh. So don't don't pass on Jonathan Taylor. Like if he's not, he's got to go in your first round. But like, uh, I mean. Like with any running back, you're taking a risk with injuries and stuff, but there's not many running backs better than him. So I mean, like, pick him if like you you if you're a guy who wants like a number one esque running back, pick Jonathan Taylor. Like, don't pass mm-hmm. on him. Tight ends wise, how are we feeling about Travis Kelsey? Another season of picking him in your first round, oh, without a doubt. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, he's literally like. A wide receiver is like a top four wide receiver, and he's a tight end. Um, especially with Tyree Kill gone, like he's just he's got that he's got that dog in him. Um, easy, easy first round pick, especially like I said with just kind of like the a lot of the unknowns and stuff. Pick Travis Scott, Travis Scott, Travis Kelsey. Pick Travis Scott, ladies and gentlemen, exactly. for your drafts. Last yeah. person we're going to talk about for this little slideshow, Jamar Chase. Are you taking him in the I, first round? I love Jamar Chase. Um, low key, he's a. I forgot. I think last year he was like a top six pick. He's like a top four, top three pick. If in my in my ideal uh, fantasy draft, it goes Jay Jettis, Christian McCaffrey, Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase is kind of like honestly, you might even I wouldn't disagree if you took him second, just because like. That Bengals offense is insane. Joe Burrow just keeps, like I said, just with Justin Herbert. On Joe, paper, they should be yeah. insane. Joe Burrow just keeps getting better and better. And like I said, Jamar Chase is going to get like 10 targets a game, dude. So like in a PPR league, like that's just like, that's that's easy money. And I see you did not list a guy. I want to I wanna add this guy. No, please add. I was just getting this from Instagram. Oh. Bajan, I'm going to ask, I'm actually going to ask the host. Bajan Robinson. Running back from Texas, rookie running back. Last time a rookie running back got hyped up like this, it was Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. What are you? What are your thoughts? I mean, Falcons like to run the ball. They do love to but run the ball. They have like freaking five running backs. I I think in the running back Olympics down in Atlanta, you will see Bijan come out on top. Oh, right. There's a reason this guy was taken. And people saw us, and they they were skeptical. Like some people were skeptical. overall, some sixth, eighth, ninth, something like that. First rounder. Yeah. All right. John Robinson. Lottery pick. I had this sense. down on my other sheet of players I was going to ask you about. Yeah, but John Robinson. I'm very happy about um, it. It's like, it's either you like him or you don't. That's really, like, the thing. Uh, he's... If you're, in, if you're in a 10 or 12 man, he's he's got to go in your first round. I'm thinking, like, late first round. I But I also feel like... 
these these like so-called fantasy gurus are gonna pick him like fifth. I'm talking like if you're gonna pick him like in a 12 man, like nine to twelve range, like around the turn. Like, do not reach on take Jonathan Taylor before him. Like, I don't know if I'll get like hate for that. Like, do not take Bijan Robinson over Jonathan Taylor. Pick Austin Eckler over him, pick Christian McCaffrey over him. But like, like I said, there's just kind of like a fall up. Like Saquon's just kind of an unknown. Oh, pick Tony Pollard before him. Tony Pollard breakout season incoming. Trust me on that. I was going to ask you about him. Glad I got your thoughts on that. Breakout season. It's clear that he um, has shown that he is better than Ezekiel Elliott for the running back job. He still doesn't have a team, does he? Zeke, did he get signed somewhere? I can't recall. I don't think he did. They're just like Dalvin. They're just kind of DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> They're just floating right now, just in free agency. I forgot about that. I'll have to. <laughs> yeah, Dalvin, uh, Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin, well, it's kind of obvious he's going to go to Miami. I don't really know why they're waiting. D Hop is an unknown. I really don't know where he's, wherever he's going to go, though, he's a top 10 receiver no matter what. It's D Hop. So. And as for the Vikings releasing Dalvin Cook. Yes. Um, Personally, as a Dalvin Cook fan, as a Vikings fan, I hate to see him go. And I do question if Madison can take on the full starting job. I think he, I actually I actually like Alexander Madison a lot. I also like getting rid of Dalvin Cook. He was getting paid a lot. That's true. For it, it's been very much shown in the last ten years. Um, running backs they are very disposable. Very interchangeable. You have like those like Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley's, but mm-hmm. besides that, you use up a running back for a couple years and you move on to the next. Uh-huh. Like that's really what it is. It's kind of the league like we're going. It might be the league we're staying, especially with all these stress like these guys are putting on their bodies. And Madison, like especially because I think like the Vikings are kind of like that air raid type of offense. Especially picking Jordan Addison, I feel like that's kind of. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if they released Dalvin Cook before or after the draft, but if they released him after, it was pretty kind of evident that they were going to do that if they're picking up Jordan Addison. It kind of showed that they want to be more air raid type stuff and just kind of open up the middle for Alexander Madison. They don't really need Cook that much, to be honest. It's true. We have many weapons on the Vikings team, right? I got a number Still of players. Still no wins in the, any meaningful games. You love Daniel Jones. Enjoy, enjoy missing the playoffs the next few years with the Bears. All right. I got a number of players here. I didn't really go for too many big names. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go for some ones that are in interesting spots with their teams. I like it. Starting off, back in the league in Baltimore, Odell Beckham oh, Jr. my goodness. Do we even pick him? You know, uh, I saw him golfing on TikTok with uh, DJ Khaled. Um, he was looking hitting some bombs. Let's go golfing. Let's go swimming, man. Bring out the whole ocean. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't really know because um, you got Rashad Bateman, you got Mark Andrews, and then it's Odell. Like those are the three guys they're passing to. Um, it depends the league you're in. Um, I feel like he could be like one of those like like guys who's like on and off the waiver. To be honest, I also could see him like them letting him go in three games. So, I mean, like, pick him in the late. It's one of those picks, like, in the late round. Like, eh, who cares? He's just a backup wide receiver, like, backup flex option. Like, take the gamble on him if you want. It's not going to hurt if you drop him in the first couple weeks mm-hmm. of the season, especially, like, where you're drafting him. So, not at all. Not at all. And I don't want to say he's not overrated. I don't think he's overrated, but I do think the catch 
got to his head, and he may have thought he was on a DeAndre Hopkins, a I Justin mean, and Jefferson then, but getting level. trade to the Browns didn't help. Not That's gonna true. Lie. I mean, you got Baker Mayfield throwing you the ball. Was getting injured on the Rams, to be fair to him. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was on the Rams. But we'll see this season. Won a Super Bowl. Keeping with the wide receivers, we got someone else coming back into the league. Not off of free agency, but off of suspension. With the Falcons, Calvin Ridley. Are we taking him? That wide receiver room is loaded with Marvin Jones. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Marvin Jones. Well, you have Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram, Travis Etienne. And I think they drafted another running back. So that's like six guys. That's that's the ball going to a lot of different players. I don't really know. You just reminded me. He's on the Jaguars. Yeah. That's how much I've forgotten about Calvin Ridley, <laughs> is that I forgot he was on. Yeah. I have in my notes the Falcons, and I'm like, oh. wait a second. Mar- Marvin Jones and St. Jones are not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they s- they traded for him last year. And I think they did. He's kind of sitting there. But yeah, that they they got a lot of room to share the ball. He was a dog on the on the Falcons, dude. Him and Julio Jones were like a freaking dynamic I remember, duo. Oh, my gosh. That was a duo. Um, But... Like I said, that's a lot of guys. I don't know. I have a feeling either Zay Jones or Marvin Jones isn't on the Jaguars anymore. I don't know why. But even if one of them's gone, that that, that ball has got to be shared a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll and see. And I actually I have the Jaguars. We're going to be doing an over-under for mm-hmm. wins. Mm-hmm. And I'll get your opinion on that team as a whole mm-hmm. in a bit. I like Trevor Lawrence. Dog. Clemson legend. Dog. Football legend didn't lose until the NFL from what was it high school or something? Yeah, pretty legit. All right, we're moving into the running back realm real quick. Cam Akers on the Rams. I hate Cam Akers. How's he gonna do this season? I first drafted him in like two. I was in three or four leagues last year. Drafted him in like half of them, and played him week one against the Bills in that Thursday night game. He he got. He had three rushes for zero yards. It was embarrassing. Embarrassing. It was. It was like, what is your problem? And then I, and then like Daryl Henderson was that whole that Rams team was just weird last year. There was a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, and then like Cooper Cup like towards ACL or he got hurt or something. And then it was, just, it was just weird. And I think Cam Akers started doing good towards the end of the year. If I that's re- what I recall. If I recall that correctly. Um. That Rams team, though, is just... I don't know how to feel about Dude, them whatsoever. Who is their starting quarterback at the moment? Stafford. Is he back? I actually forgot... I completely forgot about Stafford. Yeah, no, he got... To week. He got hurt. He got hurt because... Um, whatchamacallit, they had Baker. Yes. He had that one game against the Raiders. That was a cool Thursday night game. They also the had that one... That one quarterback. John Wolford. Not John Wolford. It was the agile one that would just ended up running all the time. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Yeah. I don't remember his name. So he I forgot him. about you, Matthew Stafford. I apologize. Yeah. We're going to move to another former Lion. DeAndre Swift. On the Eagles. I don't know how the Eagles got DeAndre Swift. That doesn't seem fair. But DeAndre Swift let me down huge Sweet this song. past season. 
Oh, yeah, I picked him in one of my leagues, and I just remember against the Bears, he, like, juked away from the first down <laughs> and, like, juked backwards or something. I don't – also, I hated – I actually hated that Lions team for so many reasons. I Jamal Williams is cool. You know, he's, like, the super high-energetic guy. All of his touchdowns were from one yard away. Literally, if you actually look, he, what, 16 touchdowns? More, I think ten of them were from one yard away. F- I, you give me the ball from a yard away, dude. I, I can do that, bro. Like I, like a I fantasy can, football owner's worst nightmare. It was actually like, like, bro was not special in any way. And you're gonna say, what team is he on now? Ugh, I forgot what Jamal team he's on. Williams. The, here's the issue: is we're going over this. Oh no, he's on the Saints with Alvin Kamara. You're right. We're going over this in July. You know, NBA free agency was super hot. Mm-hmm. All these. Players got new teams in, what was it, April? Yeah. May? I mean, yeah. it's been a while. Yeah. All right. I got another one for you. Another one. I think, I think you're like this guy. Justin Herbert. I love Justin Herbert. Okay. Dog. Doesn't even matter who he's throwing to. Dog. Like, he's got... Pick him, man. Um, Obviously, it's like fantasy. You want your running backs and wide receivers, but Jay Herbo's a top five quarterback. Really? Top, your top five fantasy quarterbacks... Not in any specific order. Jay Herbo. Okay. Joe Burrow. Okay. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, okay. Patty Mahomes. Justin Fields. Fantasy wise, Justin Fields. Ooh, Josh Allen. And, but oh shoot, that's actually um, maybe you dro- gotta put Jalen Hurts. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop Trevor Lawrence. I'm gonna go Justin Fields, Patty Mahomes. Okay, because fantasy wise, like Justin Fields is actually like insane. Because he just gets rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. But he did have some Jalen Hurts, points. Justin Fields, Patty Mahomes, Jay Herbo, Joe Burrow. I'm going to drop Josh Allen. Uh, but Josh Allen looks like he gets rushing yards. I will do a top six. Josh Allen, that's my sixth. Or that, those are my top six fantasy quarterbacks. Jay Herbo's in there. Draft Jay Herbo. He can, he can kind of do it all, too. Not as I, much as not – as, he's not as much, like, rushing-wise, but, like, that dude can just fling it. I feel we should do – not on this episode, but on a future episode – we should rank either all 32 NFL teams, all their oh, quarterbacks. Wow. We should do some form of ranking for every I would team. I like that. All right. Clown on some people. I got, I got another rookie for you here from last year. Damian Pierce. Is this going to be a breakout season I, with the Texans? Oh, my. I loved Damian Pierce I, going into the fantasy draft. I drafted him, I think, all three or four of my leagues because I loved him going into it. Because, like, he was going to be that number one. He was mm-hmm. – and people weren't really, like, looking at that. He was going to be the number one guy. And he he got a lot of touches. He got a lot of touches, which I like. Um, I don't think they picked up anyone new in, like, the running back position. Um, especially with C.J. Stroud now. I mean, I like Damian Pierce. I like him a lot. Um, I, I like – he's what – probably that running back-wise, like, 10 to 15 range for fantasy-wise – he is a very if you're a wide receiver oriented guy like he's a good RB one a great RB one to have and then an even better RB two. I love his dump offs those little dump off catches he'll get. I love Damian Pierce. He's a dog man. All right, I got a four more for fantasy football. Then you can make any more comments you want. All right, a fellow bear. DJ oh, oh. Moore. You're about to see Eagles 2.0. Am I saying this as a really? Bears fan? Really? You are about to see the Eagles 2.0. Jalen Hurts broke out this last season. Justin Fields breaks out this season. Why? Because you bring in a number one wide receiver, AJ Brown. You bring in DJ Moore. DJ Moore was excelling. He was low key so underrated in Carolina. And people overlooked him because it's Carolina. Like, who cares, dude? 
And he had absolute bums throwing to him. He had, what's his name? Sam Darnold throwing to him, dude. Like, how do you excel with that? And he had washed up Cam Newton throwing to him. Freaking return for It was tough going for DJ. Um, you're going to see him excel a lot, especially, like, I might be saying this as Bears fan, Darnold Mooney is so underrated. Like, so, like, you can't really, like, double team one or the other. So you, you have both those guys on either side. And, I mean, and linebackers in the middle, like, you can't leave Justin Fields alone because he'll just run away. So, like, it's going to open up the field so much for DJ Moore. You're going to see, I like DJ. I think he's, you, sh- you should reach him. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You should reach on him. You come back in a couple months when DJ Moore is just popping off, and I want because I go. I'm glad this is being recorded because I can't wait to just show people like DJ Moore's got that dog in him. You know, I love that because I actually had a prediction on my first episode about a finish. I predicted some guy would submit him, mm-hmm. another it, guy in round happened. one, and it happened. And I was like, I actually it's, have it's audio recorded exactly. So I've you can flex with people. Now I do worry for you as a Bears fan that Justin Fields. <laughs> has already adapted the running persona and that wide receivers might not be able to help him excel to a Jalen Hurts level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you feel he'll now become 50-50 in running throwing? Hey Amen. Uh, people don't realize this in college. He was a pocket passer in college. Like I he, definitely didn't know that. He was. like He was not running around in college. If you look at his college highlights, they're all him in the pocket throwing the ball. Obviously, because he had... Jackson Smith and Jigba, he had Chris Olave, he had Ooh, Olave. That that wide receiver room was insane. Um what's um Jackson Smith and Jigba, they someone else, I'm forgetting his name, but he had some really good wide receivers and I think like he ran because who was he throwing to, dude? We had Dante Pettis, like we had no one to throw to. And people hate on it. It worked. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like we were we were a top ten offense in the back half of the season. So I mean, like 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 paid on him if you want, but like it works. So like I mean, and I guess just so when I was talking about DJ Moore, like it opens up the field more. So when that they have that rushing threat, the middle of the field opens wide open because you have quarterback spies on them. Run them on a ten yard in route, boom, boom. I, I'm really glad it's being recorded because I can't wait to come we'll back. We'll come back to this like, I, at the I, end of next year. We'll do wait. like a season recap or something. I got three more players for you. Three more. This might not even be fantasy football related. This might even just be league related. League related. Does Deshaun Watson have any impact on the Browns? I don't know. The Browns are just a weird team. Who's there? Oh, they have Amari Cooper. That's right. And... uh. Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's pretty good. Nick Chubb's dog. And Joku, is he still on the team? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. jo- I like Njoku. He's actually like, because obviously there's a drop-off with tight ends after like Kelsey, Goddard, Andrews. The, and, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. Um, and then, actually, I don't know, because didn't they, they drafted a tight end. The Lions did. But anyways. I can't um, remember. Njoku's, he's, he's good. And um, Deshaun Watson, and good backup quarterback if you want him. There's just a lot of other. If you're in a 12 man league, Patty Mahomes, like you, like I can name like 10 guys like better than Deshaun, you know. So I mean, have him as a backup if you want. Sure. That's a question. Is are you taking any quarterback with your first pick in a 12 man? Never. Um, if you take a quarterback with your first pick, you are a bum. You don't know what you're doing. Um, literally, like 
Patty Mahomes, Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, all those guys put up same numbers like per week. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like it's not like one of them so much better than the other. So like if you reach if you reach on one, like I can wait four more rounds, pick Trevor Lawrence, who I didn't even name, and he'll put up similar numbers to Patty Mahomes. Very I'm not gonna say he's gonna do better fantasy wise, but it'll be pretty similar and I'll have way more depth in the running back wide receiver position. Never pick a quarterback in the first round, ever. I don't care. With the changing of the guard in Green Bay, is Christian Watson still a reliable wide receiver? Oh, yeah. for um, Dude likes to find the end zone. I don't think that would really change as much. Especially, I think the Packers are going to be down in games a lot. They're going to be passing the ball. Um, they have good running backs, but I really like, especially, like I said, like no Devontae Adams. I think Christian Watson, he started when Jordan Love was at quarterback, Christian Watson in that one Eagles game, Christian Watson popped off in that game with Jordan Love at quarterback. So I like I'm not gonna hate on the Packers or anything. Like I know they're gonna suck this year, but Christian Watson will he'll do good. Loki maybe a pro bowler. Maybe. He was actually a touchdown animal and Yeah, I know. I was I went up against that I went up against him in that three or four touchdown game against the Cowboys. The last opinion I want. I actually took this guy last year. He kind of let me down, but he's got a new team. He's got a new city. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, took Aaron Rodgers. I was thinking I was getting MVP Aaron Rodgers. I got, how's this guy still have a job? Aaron Rodgers. You got, I spend five days in a cave taking shrooms, Aaron Rodgers. Um, you hear he was talking about the hat man? He saw like a hat man following him around like a dark... Thought man, oh, that is don't do don't do shrooms, kids. Yeah, it's <laughs> don't spend five days in a dark cave. Um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, like like quarterback wise, again, like same point I made with Deshaun Watson. If you want as a backup quarterback, sure, I'll kind of make this like a kind of more Jets oriented thing. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I uh, I don't really. I kind of just think his best years are behind him. Without doubt. Um, but I also think he is kind of like ageless in a way. Like I still think he'll have like a good season, but people are overhyping this team like a lot. Um, one, MetLife, horrible turf. Players are very injury prone on that field. I have a feeling like one of the first games, like again, like Mekhi Becton, like their first round pick a couple years ago, uh, left tackle. He just keeps getting hurt. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if another offensive lineman gets hurt. And like last year, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a good offensive line, he's not going to excel. So, I mean, it's kind of risky. It is a risky pick for sure. I like it. And as for the Jets, I feel maybe not taking Aaron Rodgers, but definitely taking the wide receivers. Because Aaron Rodgers yeah. might not get points. Well, those wide receivers could definitely Garrett get Wilson, points. Garrett Wilson, dog. And the return of Brees Hall. I was oh, in yes. love with Brees Hall until his tragic injury. He was I, I I I like Damian Pierce better than Brees Hall, like rookie wise. Obviously, I was kind of wrong with that. Brees Hall had a was very 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 good. I think it looks all more with Aaron Rodgers being like that threat back there because uh-huh. I mean, not much threat with freaking Zach Wilson or Mike White or Joe Flacco quarterback. So yeah, I um. Any other notes you want to touch on for fantasy football? Um, I'm trying to think like, no, I mean, first pick, 
Take Justin Jefferson, man. Um, that is your first pick. I haven't really looked too much on fantasy just because, like, yeah. it's kind of, like, a very questionable year. Like, I'm not really sure, like, running back-wise and, like, wide receivers. Like, after, like, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, like, Devonta Adams, like, those type of guys, there is kind of, like, a bit of, like, a drop-off. Um, and I still want to know what team DeAndre Hopkins co- goes with because, I mean... I feel like people are kind of forgetting about DeAndre Hopkins, but like wherever he goes, he can be a top ten fantasy wide receiver, and he'll be a steal. I feel like people are gonna like draft him at a lower value than he really is, without a doubt, for sure. All right, I, I enjoyed talking about the fantasy football with you. You are definitely an expert compared to me. I try my best. I um, I've put a lot of time into it, so I hope it, there's some positivity, or else I just wasted a lot of my life, to be honest. Don't view it as that. You learned a lot longer. I know. Away. I know. All right. And just like blind ranking, we're going to get into our next segment where I'm going to list some NFL teams. And you're going to tell me if they're going to go over or under the number total for wins that I give you. Oh, is this like from like... These numbers are directly from the ESPN app where ah. you can do the games and pick ah, over or under. Okay. So I'm like, I'll take these and I'll ask you. All righty. We're going to start off with a common rival. The Lions over under 9.5 games. 17 games now. Not 16 anymore. Mm-mm. Um, this is this is um very hyped team. Nine and a half. Because I think their last like nine games they won like eight and one or something. Or just, their back half of the season <laughs> they was rallied. Like, crazy. They rallied they, hard. They went they were really, really good. Nine and a half, I'll I'll go over because I mean that means they have to go ten and seven. And ten and seven isn't that impressive, so I mean this team will be good. Um, I really don't think they'll make it past the divisional ride. Like people are thinking, like dark horse Super Bowl champions. Like chill out. Jared Goff is not a is not some quarterback that's going to take you to the promised land. But over nine and a half, yeah, it's pretty count. That's it's, that's decent. I agree with it, and I honestly think the NFC North is going to be very good. This team could take second or third with yeah. ten wins. I because like I think. I'm not even saying this as a Bears fan. The Bears fans or the Bears are gonna rack up some wins because their schedule's really easy. They're playing like like I don't know if it's like that for the rest of the they NFC North this year. But like if the Bears are playing some crappy teams, like the rest of the NFC North is. Chiefs, eleven point five. Yeah, that yeah they um. I is think, that an easy over though? Yeah, I because th- they I think it's six or seven years in a row they've won the AFC West. Um Raiders are crap now. Um Broncos are Broncos are a weird danger. mystery team. And the Chargers are, I mean the Chiefs Loki own the Chargers, even though the Chargers are good. So I'm just talking about AFC West wise. I haven't really looked at any of these teams' schedules. All I, the only schedule I know is like the Bears, but like Again, with the 17-game season, too, like, I don't see them, the Chiefs losing more than five games. Like, that just kind of seems, like, insane to me. Reigning Super Bowl champs, like, 12 like twelve and 5, like, that seems that seems like their lowest amount that they can do for me is 12 and 5, to be honest. And I think the Chiefs will notoriously beat good teams, mediocre teams, and their losses come to yeah. either divisional rival or some random option. They always lose a game to the Raiders. Did they lose that Texans game? I can't recall. You remember that game? Last year? End of the season? No, they, they won. They but won. it was close, yeah, it right? Was. Yes, okay. it was. I know what you're talking about. 
a team I'm very interested in this year. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens. What is theirs? 9.5 again. Hmm. Hmm. I'm um, personally feeling a 9 and 8 season. That is that that was the closest one because I feel like the Lions is a pretty easy over, Chiefs pretty easy over. I can see it honestly kind of depends on Lamar's health, obviously, because I mean he got hurt a little bit last season. I don't really know what moves they made on their defense. I feel like their defense is a little shaky. But then again, like besides the besides the Bengals, I don't really see them struggling in the AFC North. Nine and a half. I'll go. I'll go over. I'll go like mm, ambitious. I'll go over. I I could see them going ten and seven again. Like at ten and seven doesn't seem like that like crazy to me. Um, and girls see them going nine and eight, but I don't. I don't see them going under five hundred. That's why I'm taking the over. I don't. I cannot see them going eight and nine, especially like Lamar getting his new deal and stuff. I I don't see them doing that. I don't have this. They had an off season last season. I don't too. have this team on my list. But do the Ravens beat out the Bengals for the division? No, no, no. There's no, just no, no shot. No, no, no. There's no shot. That's that that that's Joe Shisey's division for a while. <sighs> Bengals got lucky. They got a lot of good picks there. Yes. All right. Panthers seven point five. Why is that so high? I like I. That's I, from ESPN too. That that's, that's not for me. What the heck? Seven and a half. <laughs> do they know something? Did they get the script <laughs> early or something? Ooh, okay, dude. No, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say Bryce Young's a bust, but like I just don't really see him excelling that well in the NFL. Um, they uh, the Adam Thielen signing made no sense. He's like thirty nine. I love Adam years Thielen. Old. He's it doesn't so make old. sense. Um, Miles Sanders, I think, really only excelled because the Eagles have a really good offensive line. Um, what they have, Terrace Marshall. They had uh, DJ. They signed DJ Chark. I kind of like DJ Chark, but like. I no like they're not going over seven and a half wins. That's crazy. I'm feeling a shaky six wins for this Panthers team. I can see them even going lower than that. Four, like four or five wins. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what happens. You get fleeced by Ryan Poles and the Bears. Like we absolutely fleece them with that. Trade. Panthers have had probably one of the hardest fall offs of a team I've seen yep. in a while. Yeah. All right. This team, I don't know if they've ever been truly back. The Browns, eight point five. So five hundred. I feel like they are just are a five hundred team. I can. I'm. I'm not going to say over or under. Like I, I don't see them getting more than nine wins. I don't see them getting uh, less than seven wins. They're. I feel like they're either going to get seven, eight, or nine wins. I could see them really going like whatever. They're just mid. They'll always. They'll either be completely horrible or just mid. And I think they'll just be mid this year. They'll lose the games against the Bengals, but they always. They'll always like they play in like those weird games. Like I remember the game against the Ravens, it was like thirteen to nine or something. Like they'll just they'll just keep they'll just play teams close. They'll win some, they'll lose some, it'll be ugly. That's just kinda how they are. They've had years, the Baker years. People thought that it was their Super Bowl year. Yeah, but... that game against the Chiefs, that divisional round game, Chad Henney. But there's clearly an issue in the front office paying Deshaun Watson that money. Yeah, he um he is a... Jacoby Brissett was doing better than him. That's my guy. I love Jacoby Brissett. Texans 5.5. How did the Panthers get two more than them? That's crazy to me. What? It actually doesn't make any sense to me. I think they're both the same amount of crap. 
Um, it really depends if they want to tank or not. Because, I mean, it's pretty obvious that the Bears tanked last season. Like, yeah, they, no, legit- <laughs> they legitimately just, like, tanked, dude. Like, because they actually looked so much better than the... They're- the Bears started off 2-1. I don't think people realize that. I forgot. I did not remember They that. won their first game against the 49ers. They went 1-0. Oh, people forget that. We beat Trey Lance in the 49ers. I forgot Trey Lance. Did he get hurt in the first game? Second game. Second game. Okay. Second game. Um, yeah, Bears started off 2-1. and one. Um, and, then, and then on Monday night, destroyed the Patriots. Like, destroyed them. And, like, week six. My dad yes. was at that game. It was, like, week six or seven. And they were, like, three and four, three and three. And then just blatantly lost. Anyways. Um, it depends if the Texans want to tank or not. I think they kind of do want to tank. They don't, besides, I don't think they, they don't really have any weapons on offense. Um, I don't really know how to feel about CJ Stroud. I think they want to tank and get like, I don't really know the upcoming draft class that well, but there's definitely like some sort of defensive stud that they don't want to pair with Will Anderson. So under, cause I feel like they just want to tank. I can see it too. It's hard to picture the Texans in any form of winning. Correct. Desire. Jaguars. A straight 10. Hmm. So are they getting 11 or 9? I'm going to go over because their division is pretty crappy. We were just talking about the Texans. Colts, I don't really know what the heck they're doing. And the Titans, even, yeah, their division's low-key sucks. I'll go over. I think I think Trevor Lawrence is finding his yeah, fitting with the team. What were they, I think they were 10 and, they were either 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 last season. And I think they're only going to get better. So, yeah, over. I agree. They got the they got my Vikings up next. 8.5. Give me the over Oh, yeah, for I'll that. go over. Because uh, they're always a good regular season team. Um, over, under, 0.5 playoff wins, under. Because they don't win in the playoffs. But I'll go over. I'm I can't ready. even refute that. Yeah, I no, can't even yeah, refute yeah, yeah. that. Over, over, for sure. This next one. 49ers, 11.5. Ooh, that's pretty high. It does um, feel high, that, despite them having an excellent team. That was the same as the Chiefs, right? Same as the Chiefs. So they're putting them on the Chiefs level. I'm going to go under. I don't... Yeah, I'm going to go under. Um, tw- uh, Yeah, 12 wins. 12... Yeah, nah. I mean, their, their division's kind of easier because the Cardinals just... They'll be like the worst team in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Rams are gonna suck, and but I mean Seahawks are feisty. But they lo- they low key own the Seahawks. Well, that kind of makes me want to go over now because I mean like those are six games that they can easily win. But I'm I'm gonna go under just because their quarterback situation is kind of shaky. Yep. Um, can never trust Christian McCaffrey. I'll go I'll go under like, but like I don't see them like losing more than six games. I don't see them. I don't see them going ten and seven. Like I think lowest they'll go is eleven and six. I like that. I, I I find it kind of hard to believe that they'll go twelve and five or thirteen and four. I think. Do we even know they're? Are they rocking with Trey Lance still? No, they they like Purdy. That's I like Purdy saying. too. They have Purdy, Lance, and then they have they signed like a veteran. I think Sam Darnold. They have yeah Sam Darnold. Mm. It's those three. Sam Darnold's not playing though, so I don't know why he's there. All right, I'm sure you can. Oh, not next. Coming up, the Bears are coming up. Up Ooh. next, the Baker Bucks. That's the... right. He is on the Buccaneers. Six point five. I got under. Hmm. I don't think the Bucks are gonna be good this year. I'm gonna go over. 
They got some weapons. Um, they they didn't trade Devin White. Devin White's still on the team. They got some dogs on defense. Um, you said six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, I can see them winning. I can see them going five hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't say they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying that. But I think Baker will surprise some people. I mean, if you have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, like. I don't know if they'll even be there next season. I'm dead serious. I think the Bucks are going to oh, be yeah, in turmoil. Oh, no. yeah, 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 I know. But I'm talking like this season. I could see them going. We'll keep, though, like this can get kind of screwed over if they want to tank. But Which they should. Seven, seven and ten. I can I can see them going seven and ten for sure. Without a doubt. All right. Bears, 7.5. I'm going to say they do get over that in the eight to nine range. Let me hear it from an actual Bears fan right here. I know their schedule. They have, I think, like a top five easiest schedule in the NFL. They play some bums. They play the Packers twice. Bums. Um, and they play like they play the Commanders. They play the Falcons. Um, they play like I'm pretty sure they're playing the AFC South this year, which is Colts, Texans. Yeah, yeah, they do play the AFC South. They play some bumps. You said seven and a half. I'll How- even give you a split between the Vikings and Lions. They seem to always split. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I don't see them winning more than eight games, though. I do not see them going over 500. That's just kind of hard to believe. I think Justin Fieldstein still needs to find his consistency. So uh, I'll go over. I Yeah. Over. I like it. All right. But I'm, like seven and ten, it's seven and ten or eight or nine. So. I'm this next one. The Broncos. I want you to guess <laughs> what they have it at. Oh, oh my god. I'm gonna go nine and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. And I got under. I'm gonna go under. Uh Champagne isn't some he's not like freaking the reincarnation of Jesus. So I don't like no they're acting like he, they're bringing him in and Russell Wilson's just gonna be like fixed. Um I don't know. I don't really like that team. I just... That's a tough division with the Chargers and the Chiefs, dude. You know, Jesus saves lives, but Russell Wilson ain't going to save the Broncos. Yeah, exactly, man. That's what I'm saying. Russell Wilson's under. not the answer. It's unfortunate. All right. I figured we'd include the, uh, the final NFC North, our common rival, probably our biggest rival, maybe. Packers, they got them at seven and a half. Under. Oh wow, under seven and a half is kind of. I'm gonna go under. Like I just, I don't think they they. I think they thought like Aaron Rodgers was gonna stay or something. Yeah. Like I just, I don't think they're. I don't know if Jordan Love's like ready to play like a full season like this. And Dude, you gotta put them as last in the NFC North. Yes, yeah, so when you're doing the NFC North, it it goes Lions, Vikings, Bears, Packers, and no team. Vikings head up Lions. And no no team. Um, like place it going last in the division is going to be five hundred. No, so I don't really know what they're thinking with that. Yeah, under under easily. They also have a gosh, is Jordan Love a? Th- is this going to be his junior year? Yeah, or it might be his senior year. I can't remember. <laughs> I think man. it might be. May, I think this might be his. No, I, th- I think it's his fourth year. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. We'll see how he does. I certainly hope he doesn't do good. All right. The Dolphins slowly been working their magic. You I know? love the Jalen Waddles my I, guy last season. What's going on in Miami with sports, man? They've been they got something going down there. Yeah, all right, but Florida they got Panthers, him at, Miami Heat. Well, Miami Marlins aren't that good though. But 
They're oh, decent. Yeah. Luis Arise, dog. 9.5. 9.5. You got the Patriots, the Jets, and the Bills. That's I'll go a, over. That's a tough division. I'll go over as long as Tua doesn't get another concussion. I had the Tua Jalen Waddle connection <laughs> last year. Dogs. Um, it, I'm actually being serious though. If Tua doesn't get hurt, they'll go over. They'll go over for sure. Especially if they get Dalvin Cook. If they get Dalvin Cook, I'm I might put them ahead of the Bills for that division. Yeah, because the Bill Josh Allen's he's kind of been like. Good fantasy guy, but like I don't really know how to feel about Here, him. They almost beat the Bills with Skylar Thompson. Here's the thing with the Bills: is the Bills can only have so many redemption arcs. Correct. It's getting to a point where you're like, I don't think Diggs and Allen and mm. gosh, who, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. I mean, D- Dawson Knox. I've been. Is he? Been, I think Dawson Knox might have been. Gone, or am I thinking? No, he's about? on the team, but they drafted um the dude uh, Kincaid from Utah. Yes. Utah, yeah. So we'll see, but I mean, Dalton Dolphins. Kincaid. I got Dolphins in the maybe even the. Oh, I'll see him. I can see him in 10 11 wins. Very ambitious. All right. The Seahawks, Gino, 8.5. They roll me off my right back. Eight and a half. I'm going to go under. I think they'll be like eight and nine. That's really. Uh, maybe nine and eight. I don't see them. Literally, I think eight and nine or nine and eight. I, they, I think they're just like the most mid team ever. Gino had his comeback here. I think I, he'll be decent I this year. I think you know if you're actually serious with Drew Locke, you give him some touches. Yeah, but I mean, you might need a new quarterback. Yeah, if you want to do something, if you just want to be a mid team and not be really bad or not be really good. I mean, see, can, I'm being serious. Like I'll joke. Like I think they're just like the most mid team in the NFL. You can see teams like them who aren't going out and getting stars again, and also Kenneth Walker's healthy. And then you got teams like the Eagles going out and getting the Lions' starting running back to right. try and beat the Chiefs. Yeah. All right, we got the final team here. I don't know why. I just feel like this team is going to be the talk of the NFL this season. It's the Jets. Nine point five. They got him at. Mm. See, because like I feel like this division is going to be like the AFC West last year. Because the AFC West last year had remember all those they had four crazy teams. Loki, they might be the Broncos of this season. They might be. Uh huh. Because like that actually like that division actually is reminds me so much. Of the AFC West, of the Bills are the Chiefs, you know, kind of like powerhouse of like the division the last couple of years. Great quarterbacks, like great rosters overall. Dolphins are like the Chargers, exciting offense, like gonna put up a lot of points. Sneaky defenses. Um, Raiders and the Patriots are pretty much the same, just kind of like mid, never super bad, never super good. Um, can't surprise you, but like just kind of mid. And then the Jets and, like, the Broncos, you know, like, kind of been bad, but, like, on the come up, young, nice rosters. Like, they're actually mirrored. Now that I really think about it, they actually mirror each other, like, perfectly. Um, they're very similar. Nine and a half. You know what? I'll go under. I genuinely think they might be, like, the Broncos. Like, I, I think something's going to, like, happen with them or something. I just have, like, a feeling. I feel like... Since I kind of went over on the Dolphins, I kind of have to go under on the Jets. I don't think three teams are going to have more are going to have double digit wins. The more in the you, same division, the, 
after you said, the more I think about it, you got Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, yeah. both run out their times with exactly. their teams, star wide receivers that are young, star running backs, mm-hmm. and just couldn't click. Yeah. And I think that might be the case for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, and like I, I don't know who their offensive coordinator is because Robert Sala is not going to be like the off. He's, no. he's a defensive oriented head coach. I don't know who their OC is though, but like I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is kind of like a weird guy. I feel like he just kind of doesn't care for football as much anymore. Uh-huh. He's kind of doing his own thing. I yeah, I, I'd go. I'm not going to say they're going to be bad. I think they'll be like a wild card team, but they're not winning the division. No, not when you have the Dolphins and the Bills. Yeah. Speaking of the Patriots, do we have any idea what's going on in New England? Um, I, I can't even recall any big signings. I don't know. It's kind of top Bill, of my it's head. Kind of Bill Belichick just doing Bill Belichick things. I could see him retiring soon. I mean, I don't think he really cares that much about like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking in the running for D Hop. If they get D Hop, like maybe I forgot what their win totals were last year. All I know is the Bears destroyed them on Monday night, made them look like a fool. Because everyone's talking about Bailey Zappi. And Poor Bailey. Could not live up to exactly, expectations. Precisely. All right. I think that was all we have for the NFL. Went over a good amount of stuff there. I got this Missed one. the NFL. I do. And, you know, here's the thing is that it's not football. It's the NFL. Because they got the XFL on. They got, like, the USAF or yeah, I don't whatever watch that on. crap. No. Because I want to see I don't the guys I like. So I introduced this segment last week. It's called... Are you loyal to the belt? This is mm. UFC related. Okay. And I posed this question with Israel Asanya last week. But mm-hmm. since we have two title fights this week, I figured I'd bring it up. Yeah. Do you feel you will like Volkanovski and Moreno less if they lose the belts and you will like the champions more? Or do you feel you'll still be loyal to them um, as a fan? For um, Flyway, I just... I don't really care about division as much because it's, it's like flyweight. So, yeah. like, if Moreno loses the belt, I mean, it's kind of Moreno. So, I feel like you still just got to, like, like him. And it also kind of same. Volkanovski, I'm not going to like him any less because he's not going to lose, first of all. Like, I genuinely just don't think it's possible. That'd be your biggest upset of the night? That'd be crazy upset. Um, and you still got to like Volkanovski even if because he, he's a dog. Like, you just got to... Maybe people will, like be like disappointed in him if he if he loses, but like if you're a true Volkanovski fan, like you know he's gonna come back even better to get the belt back. I feel like that's why you gotta like him even if he loses, because you know he's gonna come back like even better. Me personally, I picked Islam Makachev to beat him, but he gained so many more fans yeah, from his win. And honestly, he walked away. It's the best after if you're that gonna fight. walk away from a loss, I mean, that's kind of the best way to do it. As for Reno, I'm a I'm a true UFC fan, so I will probably be loyal to him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, flyweight's not the biggest division. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, easy exactly. to hop from the champion to um, a top contender. Yeah. And they got lots of them. Fashowski. All right, Ryan. We've hit the hour and a half mark. We've been grinding this. Hour longer than any of your other podcasts. Heck yeah. This has been the best one so far. Yes. But we got one more surprise for you. Oh, no. I'd... We have a surprise. The first guest. He's, he's getting up and stuff. I don't like this. He's going in his bag. What's in his bag? Searching. He's got a... All right. For those that don't know, Ryan is my dear cousin, a friend, 
dare I say, cousins can be your friends. Ex- precisely, and we are. And Ryan just graduated oh, high school. What is this? You get a little graduation gift, I did and just, for being grad- on the podcast. What am I about to receive? Let's look at this. Oh my goodness. I've been gifted a chain. I'm a chain brother now. See how tough this is, skill one out of tough. Give the cross. Give the cross. Oh chain. wow. Oh, this is This is valid. Oh my goodness. I feel I feel like I've just been blessed today. Oh my I'm a chain brother now. I had to get you one. I'm a chain I have one. Oh my god, I'm a chain brother now. That looks good. I feel like this is like this is like the new me. That looks good. It may be backwards. I don't know, but it might be. I don't know. <laughs> like, but I, now I have to like wear this every day for the rest of my life. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, it is on backwards. I had there. to get you blinged out. You can turn it around. I am, I am absolutely blinged. Um, I feel, I've just been blessed tonight. Blessed to be on this podcast. Blessed to receive this gift. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of course. Um. Wow, it's actually like really nice. I am a chain brother now. <laughs> a chain brother. That's what you, you got copyright. I got to put that on a shirt. Chain brother. I should put out with merch. the chain. Yes. I'm gonna write out chain brother right now. Brother. Yes, brother. Brother. All right, Ryan. We covered a number of topics today. Yes, UFC, NBA, NFL. Rappers. Rappers. My gosh, forgot so much. That was a tea segment. It's been an honor having you on. You're invited back anytime. Yes. I appreciate I like talking you. about. I just, I just talk, man. That's probably why this podcast is so long. I just start rambling away. And we record this late. It's two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Look Does me. it feel like two thirty in the morning? Uh, this fast twitch kicked in. Not gonna lie. I was Sp- a- sponsored by Gatorade. Fast Twitch sponsored. Gatorade, by hit me up. We're still working on the podcast. You know, I'm hoping to expand to posting uh, videos of it. Ooh, that'd be tough. We'll work on it. Find some more guests. To talk about stuff. Hell yeah, Ryan. One last time, thank you for joining me. Of course, of course. On the Surprise Jet Podcast, I hope you were all surprised. And everyone, have a good night.